Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Right, let's go over some uh, old myths that people still believe to this day. And actually, if we don't cover off some that you might know, 855-432-ROCK, you can yeah. just text us. Things that maybe your, your mom or your dad told you when you were a kid. Like cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. No, it doesn't. It may cause some weakness in your hand, but there's no proof it causes full-on arthritis. They should have told you doing other things with your hand would cause, <laughs> cause arthritis. <laughs> I know it's caused weakness in my hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we only use 10% of our brain. A survey a while back found many of us believe that one. That there's so much more depth in there that we've never discovered. Right. But... Even with simple tasks, you're still using most of your brain. takes so much energy that up to a fifth of the calories you eat go towards keeping your brain working. So that's when I'm eating a lot of calories. Right. So sure. The old ticker going. The old, <laughs> the old melon's still in shape. Yeah, the ticker is not your brain, no, just the, so you know. The ticker is not the problem. The brain is the problem. Uh, myth, another myth that people believe still to be true. Dogs see in black and white. The newest science is they probably do see colors. Just not as many as we do. They're basically oh. red, green, colorblind. Okay. Now, speaking of your dog, your dog's mouth is cleaner than our own. This is a myth we want to believe. Right. And let we, we allow because it makes me, oh, I want to throw up when I see somebody letting their dog go full porn on their face. <laughs> it's just so gross. It's not true. Dogs and humans both have about 600 different types of bacteria in their mouth. Plus, of course, we brush our teeth every day, and you've seen what your dog eats. Gotcha. So no letting Coop lick your face. Okay. Um, if you swallow a piece of gum, it takes seven years to digest. This is a myth. The truth is that just uh, like corn, your body can't digest it, but it doesn't stay in there for seven years. It moves through your body just like everything else you eat. It doesn't take seven years to break down. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard that one for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shaving makes your hair grow back thicker. Some people think that's because the tips of your hair feels coarser after they've been cut. But shaving doesn't make it grow back thicker. So, hmm. I, I think a lot of people have heard that you know, based on, like, ears, nose, mm. <laughs> eyebrows. That, you know, if you shave that. Although I, I heard if you shave your eyebrows, there's a chance it might not grow back. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I made the mistake of chopping off the sides, and luckily they did come back. <laughs> Long story. I tried to even them out one morning, and it didn't go so well. And I couldn't look. I couldn't look anybody in the face for weeks. So finally, Maria looked at me one day and said, "What is wrong with your face?" Paint them on like Uncle Leo. Yeah, right. I always look like I'm wide-eyed. And they are odd eyebrows, aren't they? Like, what are they there for? What is the purpose of the eyebrow? Is it to do a balance between your forehead and your? Because if you take them off, your forehead looks huge. Right. Yeah. Or maybe it's a shade issue. Maybe. Like your eyelashes protect your eyes. Right. I mean, maybe it's part of the protection of your eyes. They're pretty delicate little things. Mm-hmm. So maybe the eyebrow does that as well. Kind of important. Yeah, you kind of need them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, we had this on Random Facts some time back. You swallow eight spiders a year in your sleep. This was always a myth. I had never heard that one. You had never heard that? No. I had heard why you get like... Like the the mites that are in sheets and uh, and and uh, the material of your uh, pillowcase, right? That mites live in there and that they get in your mouth. But I, I think that's probably an urban legend as well. Anyhow, they say there's uh, the research is showing there's no truth to that. Okay, our blood is blue before it's exposed to oxygen. I always heard that. I heard that the minute you get cut, 
It goes from blue to red because of the oxygen. No, I think it's people just looking at their arm and seeing their their veins look blue they through their blue. skin, right? That's right. So we assumed we assumed I guess our veins were transparent, and the the blood was blue. But no, uh, it's just the way light travels through our skin that makes them look okay. blue. Coffee stunts your growth. I never heard that. I heard cigarettes stunted your growth. Right. The main thing that can stunt a kid's growth is poor nutrition, but coffee and caffeine don't do it. <laughs> well, if coffee and caffeine are part of your kid's nutritional <laughs> diet, perhaps nutrition is the issue. That's right. Little Billy has a double espresso before <laughs> kindergarten every day. Good luck with him. Yeah. Um, and public swimming pools have a chemical that turns blue if you're peeing them. And this has been a myth that every pool owner has ever used. You know, don't pee in my pool. I don't swim in your toilet. Right. Um, and I've said it to many a kid, yours included. Don't pee in the pool. Your uh, pee will turn blue. There's no chemical that can do that. All right. I just thought that you were getting into the water of the garden. <laughs> but when it comes to swimming, though, because the other one was you got to wait an hour after. Right. Right. Uh, before you go swimming. But I think they found that was false. That is false. Right? Yes, I've heard that too. I don't, I don't. I think that was just a parent's excuse because a dad had just had a big burger. Right. And the last thing you wanted to do at the beach was have to go splash well, around I, in the water yeah, with the kid. If, if you're overeating, it's a problem because mm. you could be fatigued by it. But, sure. But, you know, a normal size, size meal, uh, no. And the other one I remember hearing is if you sit too close to the TV. You go blind. You go blind. Yeah. Not with the new TVs, though, not with those LEDs. What about other things they told you would make you go blind? <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm great research. <laughs> My vision has never been better. <laughs> and I have been going at myself for decades. Well, happy Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll tacos probably, tonight? I'll do some Mexican. Well, many people ask, will you celebrate one way or another? And, People say they'll have uh, Mexican food, or they'll drink margaritas, or they'll drink Mexican beer, or they'll... I'll do all of them. Right. I'll, I'll do it all. I love Mexican food. How can you not? Mm-hmm. So uh, enjoy the day. Um, did you know people naturally think of a shape when they hear your name? I've always assumed people thought of a pear when they heard my name or looked at me. But. Ah, I thought it was middle finger for you, but anyway. <laughs> um, doctors from London found that people connect different shapes to different names. So if your name has a B, M, L, or O sound, people will associate, associate it with a round shape. Okay. Michael. All right. If your name has a K, T, P sound, or I, people associate it with being spiky. That's you. That's me. And it's not just uh, shapes, it's also personalities. We assume people with round-shaped names are more agreeable and more emotional. And people with spiked names are more outgoing and have more energy. Right. So that's, uh, that's us. That's, uh, it's not just, with you, it's not just your name that's spiked. <laughs> oh, I'm spiked. You are most days. I'm spiked right now, as you speak. Um... We have time for this. Let's get to this right now. Where is it? Put it over here, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, fellas. This is good. It might be good for you. I don't know. You'll have to tell us. Or maybe we don't want to know. Um, if you've got a big nose, a lot of fellas, you know, if they have a big nose, they're not all that happy about it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're a little embarrassed about it or you think it's too large for your face. Well, today, going to be an extra little uh, skip in your step. As it has been found that men with big noses 
a huge snoz are also more likely to be above average, below the belt. Wow, it translates. Yeah. Researchers looked into it, literally. And our favorite part of this study is that the actual scientific paper put out the term big nose, big hose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Now, this is a little weird and gross, but they, uh, they studied 125 corpses. Oh. Yeah. Men with noses that were 1.8 inches long and had an average below-the-belt length of 4.1 inches. So if you got 1.8 inches on your face, right. you got 4.1 inches in your pants. Okay. Men with 2.2-inch noses, it was 5.3 downstairs. Wow. So let's get the tape measure out. It grows exponentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got about as much hair coming out of my nose as I... <laughs> As I do downstairs. (laughs) That was the part that we didn't want to know. No, you don't want to know that, but I had to share. Uh They also found that the size of a man's nose is more closely related to the size of their junk than pretty much anything else, including how big our feet are. Oh, okay. That used to always be the myth, right? They're still not sure why the two measurements are related. Hmm. Well... I know I got a big nose. <laughs> I wasn't called Pinocchio because I was lying. So there seems to be, uh, just like hockey, two different teams right now. Right. And Team Tom Wilson or uh, Team uh, Suspension, the uh, Capitals and the Rangers got into a little brouhaha. We're rare these days to see not just one or two guys into it, but three, four or five guys getting into the mix. That's, yeah. that's usually suspension alone once you're, what is it, third man in or whatever the case is. Yeah. Uh, well, good for you, Craig. Look, look at, at me. Look at me. What? Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> Who am I speaking with? <laughs> it's like you're talking to Bob Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about as old. <laughs> about as observant. Yeah. Um, uh, listen, I think... A lot of where you stand on this depends on whether or not you're a Capitals fan or not, because certainly Capitals fans have no see no problem in the way that this has gone about, right. and that uh, the only you know, penalty that he has served, other than the, the penalty that he says cost his team the game that night, is a $5,000 fine, the most allowable by the CBA. Whole different conversation about how laughable that is, mm-hmm. guys who make millions of dollars or right. fine $5,000. Thousand dollars. It's basically like finding everyone else five bucks mm-hmm. uh, and telling them, "Well, that's not going to make you do it again, right?" Uh, but you know, it, it comes down to uh, whether or not this was crossing a line for a guy who has a history of suspensions. And Tom Wilson, he he's a guy who player who plays on the edge who really blurs that line mm-hmm. between right and wrong. He's been suspended in the past. He's been suspended and fined in this season as well. And what he was fined for was a punch to the back of the head of Bushnevich when he was down beside the crease. What people are really taking issue with is he grabbed the hair of Artemi Panarin and pulled him down to the ice where his head made contact with the ice yeah. without his helmet on. You can see him smack. Yeah. And, and that is where I really think the NHL missed the mark on mm. this. And, and that, you know, the, the new... I, the scrums after the whistle are not going away anytime soon. The the energy of the game, the if you want to call it violence or the rough physical play of the game, not going away. They're trying to to take fights out of it in some sense, right? Right, and and, uh, and not have the game policed that way. Whether or not you agree with that or not, 
The problem here is that you took a player without a helmet on and you put him in an incredibly vulnerable position. Sure. You know, when it came to fighting in the league and and fighters being in there, George Peros, by the way, a former fighter and enforcer in the league, is the guy who's in charge of player safety that the Rangers want removed now. Okay. All right. Uh, But a guy that should know that code. Right of okay, well, you protect the stars. The enforcers are there to do that, and there are certain rules to it. Like you don't hit a guy when he's down, mm-hmm. right? And you ease up on a guy if his helmet's uh, off, and you're going to hit the ice. Well, that didn't happen here. He slammed his head down to the ice without a helmet on, and it should be now in the, in, in in any form of hockey when the helmet is off, you stop. Because you can really hurt somebody doing that. Yeah, the first punch by the net, I, I, it didn't look, it looked more like it was just a sh- kind of a, sh- it wasn't a full force it was punch. Dirty. It was it wasn't dirty. necessary. Yeah, it's just, it'd be aggravating. And then, yeah. of course, everybody piled on. And then it got, it got so much more with the helmet coming off and the, the hair pulling. I found it interesting that, you know, even when they talked to, you know, Capitals coach, like Peter Laviolette, he said, well, what, what was the message? And the message was, you know, to Tom Wilson, well, when you're in a scrum, you're a big guy. You, mm. you know, they told him you can't be doing that, basically. Because they know it was wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm. knows it was wrong. The only ones that aren't saying it's wrong is the league there to protect the other players. Panarin, they say, out for the rest of the season. Well, it's three more games and the Rangers aren't making the playoffs. So, you know, whether or not this was really a, a season-ending injury or not. But... With a player with his helmet off, it could have been a career-ending injury, and that stuff can't happen. Would you like to see Wilson in a Leaf jersey? <laughs> I think every NHL GM, you know, again, if they had him on his team, they probably wouldn't have so much of a problem. For Halinda's Meats, it's time to gab with Teddy Reader, and it's a great day to talk to Teddy Reader because it's Cinco de Mayo, and when it comes to food... Mexican, I think, for all three of us, is way high on our list oh, of yeah. favorite grub to eat. Teddy, how great is Mexican? Mexican is awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> you start with tequila. Yeah, of course. It's really good. Yeah. And then you get some of that cerveza. Oh, Those are really good. Mexican Today beer. it's Cinco de Mayo, so you yeah. need the Cinco Cerveza, por favor. You got to have, Pally, the soles. and the, the t- They're all so tasty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love it. And Taco Tuesday, but today's not Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. But it's it's in pandemic. It doesn't matter. You can make it any day you want. That's right. right. That's right. Now, there's, as we know, the original taco was always just ground beef and cheese and tomato, and that's the kind of the go-to. But there's like a wide variety of tacos, Ted. Oh, there's all kind. There's all kind. There's the El Pastor, which is, is like uh, the shawarma style. Okay. So they layer up... Uh, uh, pork or beef or chicken, whichever way, but it's done on a spit like shawarma would be done. Okay. And they layer it up with pineapple, and then they spin it with uh, live fire, and then shave it thin and make their tacos El Pastor. There's a little uh, barbecue accessory out there. It's called a Trompo King, hmm. T-R-O-M-P-O, Trompo King. And you can make uh, tacos El Pastor by purchasing that uh, accessory. And then you can stack it all up and put it on your grill and, and make tacos El Pastor. So, Teddy, if uh, if you're making tacos for the family, uh, what's your go- go-to in, t- in terms of the tortilla? Are you, uh, are you a hard uh, taco shell guy? Are you a, a soft tortilla, uh, corn, flour? Where, where do you go? 
I'm I'm a soft tortilla guy, and I like the flour, and, and I like the corn flour tortillas. Mm. Um, but really, I'm not going to complain if it's a hard <laughs> shell or a soft shell. I'll crunch into it any time of day or night. <laughs> and, <laughs> Can I tell you, I, I found it, I heard this life hack the other day about tacos, and if you're having it tonight, mm. um, if you're having hard shell tacos or nachos, put a soft shell tortilla on your plate first and then eat over that. And then everything that falls down into it, you just wrap it up, and that's how you finish your plate and your meal. Brilliant. Brilliant idea. you got way too much time on your hands. I know, but it's brilliant. I was just blown if away If you need it. a hack to eat a taco, there's a problem. Now, Teddy, okay? Teddy. Like, it's really simple. Pick up a taco, shove it in your gullet, and then do it again. I know, but it gets messy. It just cleans it all up. Take a shot at tequila and move on. Right. All right. Now, that's te- it. Now, Teddy, outside of the shells... What are you stuffing in yours? Are you going ground beef? Are you going chicken? Are you doing fish? Are you doing steak? I always, I always like to go with the steak taco. I, I like, I like doing a little bit of everything. I love shrimp, so Ooh. tonight I'm going to do some big jumbo shrimp, and I'll put uh, some chili. Uh, I'll take my bone dust, but I'm going to spice it up a little bit more with uh, with some added uh, chipotle powder and cayenne powder, just to give it an extra kick. Ooh. Uh, with with uh, the steak, I like to do like a skirt steak. Now, a lot of people, skirt steak is pretty tough. Mm. I have this little thing called a press. It's called a jacquard, and it's got 24 needles on it. And you run that through skirt steak once right before you're going to grill it, and you'll have the best skirt steak ever. It cuts through all the membranes, simple seasoning, and salt, pepper, a little lime juice, some fresh cilantro, and throw it on the grill and pull it off, man. Really, really easy. I think most people, uh, if they're shopping, Ted, will find flank steak before skirt. So is it a similar process? Flank is, is your, it's a little bit thicker. So remember how we scruffed it, yep. scored the top, seasoned it up, cook it to uh, rare to medium rare, and then slice it thin and use that in your tacos. That's a perfect way to do it. Now, outside, nice of your, easy. outside of your standard toppings, your tomato, your cheese, your sour cream, your salsa, your jalapenos... Anything uh, a little uh, extra that we could uh, throw on, Ted, that uh, that Mr. Yeah. Reader would put on his tacos that we wouldn't normally so, think of? So take your avocado. Okay. Nice ripe avocado. Yeah. Cut it in half and pull out the pit. Brush it with a little olive oil. Season it with a bit of salt and pepper. Take it out to a hot grill. Put it uh, cut side down on the grill and char your avocado for about two to three minutes on that side. Flip it over. Close the lid, let it sit there for about another three minutes, pull it out, and then take it out. And it just adds, um, take it out of the, 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 the peel, the mm-hmm. skin, mm-hmm. and it will uh, it'll just add a whole new dimension to making your guacamole. Let it cook, and then just smash it up, salt, pepper, lime juice, uh, cilantro, and if you want to put a little bit of uh, diced jalapeno in there, go for it. And things like your chili peppers, if you're using jalapenos, just roast them on the grill first. Gives you a whole new flavor. See, mm. this is how dumb I am, Ted. When you said put the avocado on the grill, I thought I was going to take it out of the skin first. <laughs> it would have just melted into the damn grill. <laughs> Thankfully, you yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be a problem. I, what I like to do is uh, <clears throat> I take my taco shells. I smear uh, refried bean over top of it. Mm-hmm. You can make your own or you can use it in a can and spread it on, and then sprinkle the cheese, and then I pop those onto the top shelf of my gas grill just to warm. And then the taco gets nice and charred, and then the bean gets warm, and the cheese starts to melt, and then you use that as your base for your taco shell. Oh, Teddy. Yeah. Oh, Teddy. Happy Cinco de Mayo, my friend. 
Happy Cinco de Mayo. Lucky <laughs> Happy Cinco de Mayo, Craigie. People, when I see you one day, I'll give you a hug again. But, you know, you when will. I see you up at the joint, we'll yep. do some shots of tequila and uh, have some fun. Deal. I, look, I look forward to it. People want to talk Mexican or any other grilling with Ted Reader. How do they get a hold of you? You're going to find me at Ted Grills. An octopus doesn't have eight arms, Lucky. It has six arms and two legs. Okay. Two of its tentacles work like legs and help it move while the six arms grab the food. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> Sometimes I look like I've got six arms <laughs> grabbing the food. <laughs> it costs you approximately 21 to 29 cents every year to use your turn signals based on the amount of energy they use and the tiny oh. amount of gas it takes. Well, so if you add all of that up, that's how you expense the you you afford those expensive cars that don't right. use them. I'm going to. Uh, that's right. That's right. I'm uh, pinching pennies these days, so I'm just going to stop using my turn to right. save a save a couple of cents here and there. Speaking of cents and cars, why is gas a buck thirty when we're not supposed to be going anywhere? Right. Why is it so expensive right now? Yes, that whole competition thing. Doesn't seem to be competing very well. No, and my, I've seen a couple of videos surfacing uh, on social media these days about uh, lumber mm. and how the price of lumber is so ridiculous mm-hmm. and crazy right now. Uh, but then there's like some truckers have passed by lumber yards in Quebec where it's stacked up for miles. Scumbags. Right? So they're like, go ahead and buy the lumber now. There's there's no shortage whatsoever. Wow. The tallest men in the world are in the Netherlands with an average height of just over six feet. The shortest are in Indonesia with an average of five foot two. Wow. The okay. average, they say the average across the board for most men is five, nine and a half. All right. Yeah. The word ye, like ye old fish and chip shop, mm-hmm. is actually pronounced the. In medieval English, people used a Y to abbreviate the TH. I should probably know that because I, I took uh, English university and my professor was a Middle English expert. Oh, he didn't get laid much, did he? <laughs> he, he preferred to speak in Middle English all the time. <sighs> How annoying was well, that? Like, you know, when you're reading something and he, he'd be correcting stuff like that. It'd be, you know, <laughs> and it's not ye, it's thee. And oh. it's like, oh my, you want to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> like Beowulf was boring enough before you had to read it in Middle English. You wanted to go violent on him like Middle English. <laughs> That's right. Uh, based on the average life expectancy, if you're 18 years old, you only have about 3,160 weekends left in your life in this damn COVID's. Cutting into that. Wow. If you're 40, you only have 2,015 left. That numbers seem odd and off. Sorry, how much? What? So 3,100 if you're 18. That's how many weekends you yep. got left. 3,160. Okay. If you're 40, you got 2,015. There's okay. a difference there of only 1,145. How is that possible when you're talking 20 years almost there? Yeah, but that's a third of them. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just seems to me like 2015 still seems like a lot of weekends if you're 40 compared to 3,000 if you're 18. Right. Right? I would think you're, you know, if you're over 40, you're down to like uh, six, 700. <laughs> no, that's you, For, Craig. Oh, I'm lucky <laughs> the way I, you've lived it. I'm lucky if I had 60 or 70 left. <laughs> it is sad, though. Frightening. Well, yeah. It's, uh, Especially when you're going to ask, you know, what are you doing this weekend? Hmm. Yeah, it's just. Nothing. 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 We've wasted. We've lost a lot of weekends. Uh Uh-huh. Who's going to pay us back for those weekends? Who do we talk to about that? Well, somebody owes me. I need Costco to refund me my membership card, and I need somebody to give me all the weekends I've missed. Uh, The truth is, COVID or not, I would have been doing the same stupid thing. Right. Uh, The McDonald's character Grimace was originally evil. 
The purple guy? Yeah. In 1971, he was called Evil Grimace, and his goal was to steal milkshakes. But by 1972, they turned him into a purple monster who's a good guy and not very bright. How did we get through childhood then? If we, you know, now we're worried about everything. Then if you had to literally worry about a hamburger coming (laughs) to steal your hamburgers and a big purple guy coming to steal your milkshakes. It taught us to be street smart. Right. (laughs) They don't do that with kids anymore. (laughs) Street dumb. Uh, there was an episode of Scrubs in 2002. There's a show I haven't uh, seen in some time. I should go back and watch that. Well, I remember watching a couple episodes. Funny show. It was very good. Yeah, a couple of characters in the show decided to go skydiving. And they have stunt doubles do the skydive. Uh-huh. Those stunt doubles met on the set of the show and wound up getting married. Boy, I really thought you were going to go a lot more tragic with that. No. It's enough tragedy these right. days. Right, yeah, okay. Good. Yeah. Oh, they did get married, and on their uh, wedding day, they sk- went for a skydive, and they both died. <laughs> no, they didn't. Um, remember yesterday when we were talking about uh, Bill Gates and uh, Melinda, Melinda yeah. divorcing? And we're like, why after all those years? I heard a great story yesterday where a woman in her 80s, on her 80th birthday, turned to her husband and said, after 60 years of marriage, I've had it, I'm out. Really? They lived in B.C. She moved back to Ontario. She said, I just can't live with him. He's a grumpy old man. I've had enough. I've raised his kids. I've cleaned his clothes. I fed him. I, I can't do it anymore. She is now 101 and has never been happier. <laughs> True. <laughs> True story. So now we know. Um, and finally, there are only three animals that have sex for pleasure and not just to reproduce. Humans. Right. Dolphins. And a monkey, I believe, that's called bonoboos. Bonoboos? I think I'm saying that right. Or not. But they don't care. They're too busy having sex right now. <laughs> I can't, can't, can't hear you all with all the sex going on around here. Call me whatever you want. I'm, I'm getting late. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.